What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. 182, right? Yes, 182. Yeah. Black Friday's coming up, so ladies, make sure you get you a J-Scope. Shout out to Lovely Jazz, creator of J-Scope. First fitness belt that covers your entire midsection. Buys 100% comfort during your workouts. Do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. Yes. Black Friday is this Friday, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Meaning Thanksgiving is this Thursday. Yeah. Thanksgiving is back, baby, because, well, not really, but it is kind of back. <laughs> Black Friday is um is not gonna be the same this year because of COVID. So you don't see all you don't see uh your um television saturated with Black Friday sales. Before it was like um because it, t- it took over Thanksgiving at one point. Yeah, like Black Friday sales beginning Thursday at, at one o'clock, one p.m. Like Thursday is Thanksgiving. You don't even call Thanksgiving Thanksgiving more. It's like yeah, it's the Black Friday. Now. I did the look when I saw that because I think it was J.C. Penny last year said. Black Friday sales start Thursday at 1 p.m. That's how you knew it was taking over Thanksgiving. Not starts Thanksgiving at 1 p.m. Starts Thursday at 1 They strategically said that. And the way I looked and I was like, well, at Thursday at 1 p.m., you're usually getting dressed and you're probably about to be traveling to get, get to your ready, first Or you, if you're hosting, then you're finishing up the um, you finish up cooking. Right. Because I know that when we would go to our cousins, um, I, we would get there about 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Three, maybe three fifteen. We would get to her house mm-hmm. and do it like that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Like, but can people sit down and eat with their families? You know, at all? Best Buy, their stuff started at like three or four on Thanksgiving last year. I'm like, so you guys are running to get TVs before you eat? Like, what? What? I mean, like, what's going on? But the thing that they're doing this year is they're saying that it looks like. All businesses pretty much are like they're not doing that this year. They're like not no, on the crowd because you only creating the fucking nope. um you only creating a mob scene by doing that shit. Uh-huh. They so said you nope. can't, can't have no lines if you're not open. It's like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like nope. They're like we're not having these Black Friday things, and it's good that um that they are like I think that give reason- up a little bit of that corporate greed is okay. Like I get um yeah, and like I these big these part. big companies they can afford it, yeah. Right, I, I think that they should give, let the workers I give be give away off. a little bit of that money. Yeah. I think they should let the workers be off. Like, you know, I'm a I'm a capitalist, but yeah, they can afford to um give away. They they can afford to um miss out on some Black Friday. Yeah, like you Wal- this year, like you WalMarts, you Targets, all you people like that. Let buy, like you big ones, y'all will be okay. Yeah, let all your workers be off that day because I mean they've been through enough. Like with COVID going on. They're out there on the front line as essential workers. Let them be home with their families. Let them enjoy themselves for Thanksgiving. I totally agree with that. I, I like that. That's what I do like about it. So let's talk Thanksgiving and where we are right now. Ugh. Governor JB. Was that JB? Yeah, that was JB Pritzker. Yeah. Phase three. We're back to phase three. Whatever the hell that means. But um, let's pull up phase three. I believe I have. Good plan. I believe I have it. Let's they sent see. a text message at Boy, five five o'clock on um what day was that? Friday, November. Friday, Friday November twentieth at five p.m. I'm looking at my text message right now. I posted it on my social media. I posted the alert on my social media. That's how I was. In, uh, that's that's a text that came through. I was entitled "Imminent Severe Alert." That's what it says on my phone. <laughs> Mine said something similar to that. And I have the damn post. Why can't I? 
And I'm looking at it now. It says, effective today, all of Illinois enters tier three mitigation. Work from home when possible. Avoid unnecessary travel. And celebrate the holidays virtually with extended family. To slow the spread of the virus, remember the three W's. Wash your hands, watch your distance, and wear a mask. Please stay home to save lives. Learn more at, and they give you a link to click on if you want to learn more. I don't want to learn more. I'm over. (laughs) Not clicking your link. Fuck your link. (laughs) (laughs) We all kind of over this shit at this point. We are, because it's just like, it's just wind out your sails at this point. It's like, okay, like we were we were moving in a positive direction, but then we know what was gonna happen because it's also flu season. Mm-hmm. It is. It's also flu season. So on top of COVID, you got flu season going on. Mm-hmm. So as I keep saying, I say it again on this podcast, like what's ultimately the end game? Like how is this shit gonna end? We're not gonna walk around like this forever. Right. And fucking masks and shit and all of this shit is like, how's it going to end? It's not just going to be like the rainbow just comes out and then the birds are tweeting. We're like, it's over. And We're like the musical. And if they do have a vaccine, not everybody's going to take that everybody's shit. Everybody's not going to take it. How is this shit going to end? It's going to end. We're not going to be like five years from now still walking around. Let me do it. With a mask <laughs> on. Doing this shit in five years. Right. It's and like, social distance. Social distance. Social distance, yeah. And where your where your flat screens at? You're not gonna walk in Best Buy like this. It's years, right? Yeah. So it, it has it's some it's gonna end. Like, what's the end game and shit? Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I want to know. Because <laughs> I'm sick of these and shit. That's the uncertainty is that. Sick where, I'm sick of wearing a bra on my face. <laughs> that straps and everything i think we all are because it's like when i was out uh earlier today doing my shopping for thanksgiving because i am going to prepare meals and then i'm going to send to um you know to mom and you know our other brothers i'm going to like make place and then they'll just come and just i walk downstairs and they'll just pick up the plate for me and then they'll just leave but it's like when i was in you know mariano's and i had my mask on i'm like trying to talk to people it's like you have to remember like, okay, you can't see my mouth. So I have to, like, really enunciate my words because uh, you can't see my mouth moving because I got a mask on. So you really got, like... You got to yeah. enunciate. And, like, the mask muffles you as well, and too. And speak like, louder, you know, right? Louder and more distinctly. You have exactly. to, like, you have to pronounce the hell out of your words. Of like, all your words. You got a Chris Tucker that said, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? We got to all... We all Chris Tucker and rush hour now. All yeah, loud and pronounced <laughs> With the loudest on top of everything. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's just really like, and then I have my glasses early, so then you know, like, I'm breathing. Glasses like, my glasses up when you have a glass <laughs> right. and a mask are not a good combo. Glasses <laughs> and masks are not a good combination. Because, I mean, it was raining early, so I had my hat on, so I had my hat, my glasses, and my mask, so I'm just all just. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I wear a hood usually when I go, so I walk around looking like Dr. Doom and shit. Yeah. <laughs> The hood on and the mask, like, the mask. like when did I become <laughs> Doctor Doom? And shit? The fucking Fantastic Doom. Four and shit. <laughs> but I mean, that's just the frustrating thing is that we don't know where or when or how it's going to end. So it's like we just hear because like, like, like I, I don't see um how yeah. it ends. 
Like I said, it's not just going to go away on its own. Right. Like, oh, we don't have it anymore. It's gone. It vanished. It's like a lot of people are not going to take it. I'd um I'd be um willing to say that most people probably not gonna take at least not oh. initially yeah especially not that first cycle not initially not most that people first cycle, not yeah. so like I don't know what the what's the end game who's for best cycle one of anything who's what's gonna be I hope the government has a plan like what's the end game because people are getting um anxious mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm predicting if it's still whack by next summer that's when people are gonna be like throwing those out the window masks is gonna be like. People are gonna turn on them. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna take my chances. And I, I think if nothing happens by next summer, like people are gonna start acting out. Like when yeah. it's cold outside, people don't care as much. But um, even now, people are still like about this fucking um phase three shit again, especially so close to the holidays. They like, yeah, because yeah. people, yeah, you got you got Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming up. Like, yes, there's a lot. Yeah, and people are um, people want to spend time with their people, with their family. Yeah. So um. What's the, how's it ultimately going to end? The other day, mom said to me, she was like, um, you know, she was like, she really misses the kids and she wishes that she could hug them and kiss them. Cause mom went from visiting me every week. Cause mama comes to my house every week and visit me. She hasn't been in my house since March. Mm-hmm. She has not been in my house since March. I took the kids over to mom's a couple of times in the summertime and they ran around her backyard and she got to watch them like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, <laughs> we used to do this podcast every week together. Right. That was the reason we were on a split screen. Like it wasn't always like this. <laughs> it wasn't always a split screen, right? <laughs> now we're like mm-hmm. virtual. I mean, we talk. We talk almost a day, every day or every other day. We do yeah. talk on the phone regularly, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. Like I mean, you were seeing me every week. You would see the kids every week. But now they just have to. Hey, Uncle Oz, wave on your camera now. Yeah, <laughs> right. You got to Facetime them. And it's like. This whole thing is just—it sucks. It, it's just. Sucks. Like, I don't think people are going to um, rebel now, like. But I'm, I'm expecting like by next summer, if it still sucks like this, um, people are going to start acting out. I think. Upside said about mass and winter is that your face is warm because Chicago winters are cold as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. I was like, my face the other day. I was like, oh, I'm nice and warm. When it was like 30 some degrees outside. I'm like, thinking warm. about these business owners. I think they really going to lash out, like. Like um, at least yeah. this this round um, they're not shutting down the barber and beauty shops. They still open. right like still, but uh, like no more than ten people. They doing that right. they mask up, but they're not mm-hmm. shutting down like they did before. Mm-hmm. And um, but eat restaurants, bars, like I think if it's like that next summer, they're just gonna open up. They gonna be like you can't find you can't find and shut all of us down. I think exactly you own a bar like and like think how many bars uh, just in Chicago alone bars and restaurants. Thousands, like Chicago's a big ass city. It is. It's like, yeah. Probably all like the so like like St. Patrick's Day is like that's the lit holiday here in Chicago. They they serious. St. Patrick's Day is a serious. Be like, hey, like yeah, like the it's governor, serious. like the governor can't shut all of us down. Is like, yeah, so they's gonna open up and be like, yeah, come on, shut me down. I dare you. They gonna, I think that's what's gonna happen. They're going to do the Shaq thing. I don't give a shit. They're going to do that. That's what they're going to do. They're going to do like Shaq did. That's kind of where I'll be next. Like if all this time, like, because this is your livelihood. Think about it. Like, when you, like, if you own a business, yeah, like, how you going to feed, like, and these grants, like, aren't guaranteed. Like, a lot of people didn't get them and shit. Uh, they didn't. The little grants and shit, like, yeah. And a lot of people lied and got There's a lot of fraud, too. A lot of fraud that people got them that shouldn't have got them. A lot of fraud that went down with you. Before the funniest meme I saw, shout out to uh, uh, Patrice, one of my uh, girls I went to grade school with. She's a CPA. She put up a meme that said, uh, Nexon versus the people who took the 20K versus the IRS. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Because mm-hmm. y'all going to get got. Like, y'all took that y'all took that little money, that little 20K, and now... There's people out here that really need that. Like I said... Right, you open your business. And that's, that's how you hard. make your live. That's how you pay your bills and feed your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get a paycheck. Like, that's how you make your, your money. It's like through that restaurant or through that exactly. bar or whatever. That's mm-hmm. how you make... Yeah, so... And you still got to make your payments. Like I said, if you still um, have a mortgage on that place, you don't yeah. own it right out. Yeah, you still got to. Um, yeah, so they they hurting right now. And then, like, let's be real. If you have run a restaurant or a business, you don't have just one employee. It's not just you. You have employees. Even a small business is going to have a like a, a, a handful, maybe two or three people working there. Yeah. So it's like other people that depend on you as well for um the income. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's just I don't know where this is going. It's How's no it going to end. That's what I'm thinking about. And then we're back to phase three because um, that's one thing that they it's talked going about. Backwards, yeah. That's one thing they talked about at my job too because they said that um, be careful when you're talking to these providers out here because I do licensing. So they were saying that when these people are saying that, oh, so I can have it like this, like I can I can open back at capacity. It's like at any point. It could dial back. That's what we had to tell people at any point. Just because it's saying that we can do this because we're in phase whatever now, at any point, the governor can always dial that shit back. Basically, go back to phase one tomorrow. We really don't know. Right. I think that would would cause a revolt. Oh, that would cause a revolt. Yeah. (laughs) Remember phase one is like, it was a stay at home order. Now it just suggested you stay in the house. So you can go out all you want and shit. Yeah. Before, right. like phase one, it was a stay at home. Or that's when, like, when you would go out, it was like a ghost town in the streets. Right. Like in that phase one, like I was, um, I, wasn't I, was doing, I was doing, I was still doing my radio show. So I was out there during that. And it was like, I wasn't. Um, yeah. Only thing I did was I just went to the office just to drop off and pick up my papers. Like, from the the biggest thing is, is you in, in downtown Chicago at rush hour. There's no car. No that shit was so creepy. Marcus it felt, was like, I, it felt like Will Smith and I am legend. That's what it felt like <laughs> at that time. Mm-hmm. So creepy. Apocalypse, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like phase one, it could easily go. I don't think it's gonna get back to that. People no, are like, like so. you have to arrest me. Like I think people are just gonna go out. They gonna play. You can't. Oh, wow. You can't arrest it's everybody. Wow. Yeah. But you're just gonna have to arrest me because I'm going out. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the point that it could dial back at any time. So you gotta not wrap your head around. Oh well, we're phase five. We're phase six. You just can't wrap your head. It can dial back at any time, so you can't get stuck on numbers. Like they, they're looking at the numbers consistently, and if the numbers are rising of COVID cases, if our number is steady climbing back up, it's like we need to do something to flatten the curve. We gotta flatten the curve, and that's part the- of this is um as a member of the media, the media is driving a lot of this bullshit too. Part of it is the media because um as we've known as we've know by now, like you and I both, I know several people that have had a bout with COVID mm-hmm. and they survived. It's, it's not a death sentence. So it's like not yeah, a death sentence, yeah. getting COVID is not the end of the world. So like, yeah, I get numbers are rising, but um, probably 97% of people are going to survive this shit. Maybe three or die. So I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like most people, even if you get it, you're not going to, and the ones that die typically are like the elderly or people that already have free or underlying <laughs> condition, like uh, people condition. who need to be careful. Like if you have, um, if you're on dialysis, you need to be very careful. People who, cause we know people on dialysis because they're very susceptible to it. Yeah. Um, me, myself, like I said, I move about carefully because I'm asthmatic. Coronavirus. I have hypertension, but I think I'll be okay, though. 
I'm asthmatic, so anything that anything that messes with breathing, I'm like, I'm good. Or I stay away from. I'm like, I'm keeping myself safe over here because. Well, yeah, the um the, the media yeah. is covering this like it's a death sentence when it's really not. It's really just like a really bad flu. That's what it's really like. It's I mean, like, it sucks. Like the people who I like, know, it's like a really it's bad. They're like, yeah, they're like the shit sucks. They're like it does suck because they're like they had diarrhea bad. Like they, it's they like it sucks. It does. Like mm-hmm. you're you're miserable for those week or for however long. Like you're miserable. Like you feel yeah, like it shit. doesn't even affect everybody the same way. Like shit. Some they people say. are asymptomatic. Like my homie, he I don't I don't think he reported on his page, but yeah, my guy, um, a good friend of mine, like he had it. He was mm-hmm. like he had to say he was like had the symptoms, but his kids, like his daughters, like um. They were just running around the house like normal, like because they, because like it's weird. It's weird too. Like he tested positive, his daughter tested positive, but his wife didn't. So like, oh, so like, but his daughters were like totally fine. And he was like laid up, like couldn't move. I had a couple like that um, differently. Yeah, I had a couple like that um that I had some of my providers for my for, uh, the people I licensed because it was an outbreak that happened, a potential outbreak that happened in their business, and they had to close down. And when the provider tested themselves, they were negative, but their husband was positive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it happens sometimes. It happens like that. So, And even if you do it, it affects, like I said, um, my guy, his daughters and him were positive. They totally fine running around laughing, playing with regular kids. Like, he came and get out the bed. It was like, hey, right. big grown-ass man. It's like, couldn't move. It's like, so <laughs> some people are asymptomatic. Like yeah, I said, his kids were asymptomatic. They had it, but, like, you couldn't, you wouldn't have known. Right, unless you tell. They're like, yeah, they were asymptomatic, but him, he had mad symptoms. My God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, somebody I know, they was like, their stuff was like, they were really ill. They was like, they was like fever. The one who did talk Ill. publicly, I can't say his name, is Mike Love. He talked about how he um he um had certain symptoms. Of, like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't think he was super sick, but Mike talked about like losing like his sense of taste. Like, he couldn't taste. Smell and taste. Yeah, smell and taste. Yeah, that's when he knew that. You mentioned, yeah. He knew he had it because he was like with the taste and the smell being gone. Yeah. It's on this Chicago famous podcast with yeah. Diz, yeah. Which is gonna return which will be returning um to um a live version, like cause they're done. They they ended their partnership with Mays Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm telling their story on our podcast, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> we want to have them on before the relaunch. Like, yes, we gotta have them. Yeah, so, yeah you gotta put it in the universe. Me and you've been talking shit about that forever. Like, we gotta get them on. So we put it out there now. Like, now the the people gotta put the pressure on us. It's like, yeah. So now I put it yeah, out yeah. there. Mike Love and Diz will be on this podcast. They will. Say, now, now they're on here. You can call us liars. <laughs> put it out there to like the energy. So now you can put the pressure on us to like make that shit happen. So yeah, Mike Love and Diz will be on this podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> um, yeah, they. Um, Mike talked about his um COVID bout, like, cause he had it pretty early on, like, mm-hmm. um, during that first wave. Is right. it even a first wave or a second wave? Are we still in the first wave? I don't know. It's so weird, this fucking virus. And then the thing they keep is on the saying... second wave or is this still the first wave? But the thing they keep on saying is that a lot of people may have had and they didn't even know because they're like, if you were really sick, like early this year, and then you just couldn't just get well because they really weren't testing like really that. Sick. And oh yeah, but you could have had it and been asymptomatic, right? Like, I could have had it. Like, I didn't. I didn't get sick. I, I honestly I had that shit. I, I honestly wonder 
honestly wonder if my son had it because I remember that when when uh, Khalil was so we sick. doing a podcast and he was like super sick that day. He was really sick. Like the end of February, early March, he was very sick, and my baby would not get better. I took him to the emergency room like three times. I took him to the emergency room. He had a very high fever. He would not get better, and he was a baby. So he so he couldn't tell me like mommy, my throat. He couldn't tell me so he was just crying. Just well, if he did like have the symptoms like loss of smell and taste. You wouldn't know because right because he was a baby. He wasn't even two. He couldn't tell me that. I said, but he was very sick. He had a very high fever, and he would not. His fever would not come down no matter what I did. His fever would not come down. He was just lethargic and just wanted to just be up under me the whole time. So, so I wonder if he had it. There's a chance he had it. We probably all had it. Right. I was like, I wonder if he had it. And during that bout, like, I was holding him, like, and all of that. So, like, we probably, mm-hmm. like I said, I might have just been asymptomatic. We probably all had and it. And I was with him the whole time. Mm-hmm. I held him because he's my baby. Pretty I was just with him every day. <laughs> so I wonder if he had it. I honestly Like wondered. I said, nobody took this um, thing seriously until, right. I say, March 13th when the NBA shut down. The 16th is when, um. Phase one started. I'm gonna call it that. Sixteenth is phase one. It's like when everything shut down on the. 16th. And then he got better right before they shut down everything because then I put him back in daycare and then like a week later and they're like, okay, we're shut down. Everything is shut down. So then well, he's our NBA was March 11th. I take that back. It was that um, that Wednesday, the 11th, mm-hmm. is when um because that Monday before, which would have been the ninth, was um. Uh, when Rudy Gobert did all of this, all of that. <laughs> so yeah, the um, the eleventh is when the NBA shut down, and then that Monday was the sixteenth. When all uh, they said we're in phase one or whatever. Yeah, because uh, then they let the kids go to school on the sixteenth and then the seventeenth. They said, like, "Man, school is going to be closed and for two weeks." So they said school is going to be closed for two weeks while we disinfect the buildings, and then CPS never opened back up, and that's what happened. Remember that shit when we said, oh, we just got us quarantined for 14 days. And we are like, yeah, right. <laughs> this is eight, what, eight months late, nine months late. You could have got pregnant pre-COVID and still be pregnant. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, March was eight months ago because nine months would be December. So, yeah, you could have bought, like, um, you could have got pregnant and shit and still be pregnant during this. That's how long. That's how this shit is whack, man. Now I'm vexed. Now I'm vexed. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people who got pregnant during this COVID. <laughs> a lot of people that got pregnant during COVID. Well, who ain't going to be, ain't going to be me because uh, this factory's closed. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on um, getting somebody pregnant. I'm good on that. I'm good. Since I seven. mentioned NBA, let's shift gears because I'm tired of talking about phase three and all of this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, NBA, we, we got a lot of NBA talk. So, for all my non sports fans, we're going to talk NBA our podcast so nba draft went down wednesday night yeah mm-hmm. the number one pick anthony edwards to minnesota we're gonna break down the first few picks number two golden state took um james wiseman big man number three who should have been number one to me <laughs> lamello <laughs> ball to the um charlotte hornets so now we're going to get that ultimate Michael Jordan, LeVar Ball matchup we've been waiting on. I said they should, they put it on pay-per-view. I'd order this shit. <laughs> One-on-one LeVar Ball. So in the world, it's like, did that just happen like that? Like, was that was that meant to happen like that? The fact that he got drafted by Mike, it's like... Yeah. I think that was now, supposed to happen. Like now that. we can see that ultimate um, one-on-one matchup. <laughs> 
People laugh at uh, LeVar, but LeVar, I mean, like... I've never he, seen him play. He might have game. Well, you talking about him as a man, not as a game. I'm talking about him as a man. People laugh at him, but the way that he's doing what he's doing with his sons... Hey, is, he got three sons, and two of them were drafted in the top three picks in that draft. Yeah. And then you have Jello, the last set about him. Who's all Gucci Shades? Who's all Gucci Shades? Well, uh, went number two in the 2017 draft, mm-hmm. and now LaBello went number three in this draft. So... Yeah, the two of his sons were like top three picks. That's pretty impressive. And yeah, the branding that he's doing with his boys, the big All ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing like the way they're branding themselves. So, I mean, like I always yeah, say, he did big there. three before Ice Cube, but he started his own league for mm-hmm. Ice Cube. Say, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he, start, he launched his own league before Cube. So, yeah. Which is what I'm liking because um I say I'm a big fuck you to the NCAA. So that's why I like that's why I'm rooting for LaBello Ball because he didn't go to college. <laughs> he, he, he went the route with not going. Yeah, so that's why I'm rooting. Yeah, he went and he did the other way and mm-hmm. showed that, you know, you could still be like think about like, these boys if they don't go to college and then they're getting like what are they getting like a six figure salary to play ball? Yeah. Right? Because they do have that route now, that the, and the NBA got in on it where they have they, they opened up the G League the G and League. you can get drafted to the G League now and play there, and you'll get paid there. I'm like, college was a scam, and they say, "Well, you're a student athlete." You get education. I'm only here for one year, really. I'm only here for one semester. If you want to call a spade a spade, mm-hmm. how much education are you getting in one semester? So school? yeah, the top picks you make six figures. Yeah, you get paid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I think about an 18-year-old kid, 19-year-old kid making six figures. That's yeah, pretty awesome. Like $200,000. That's good money for me. I just I know it. So, hey, Even if you're making $100,000. I think shit. it's like for the, the top picks, they're doing around two hundred dollars on the six. Even if you're on the lower, even if you're on the low, low end, you're making $80,000. That's good money for someone $80,000. Come on, now. So, yeah, yeah. that route. And let's keep going. The Chicago Bulls with the fourth pick. Patrick motherfucking Williams, Florida State, I believe. I know very little about this dude. I was like, who? Well, I was watching. <laughs> they say his NBA comparison was Paul Millsap. That's what Marcus told me. I was like. Paul Millsap. Said no one ever. Let's go on and sign Paul Millsap. <laughs> I was like, I was like, who's his NBA comparison? Because I don't know anything about him. And Marcus looked at me. He told me. I was like, oh. We all said who. <laughs> he giving his own family he's like who yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> well the Bulls are well as you said this league this draft was a, a three person draft three person draft you have the fourth pick, what the fourth pick so. I, me personally I'm not a GM but um, I'm playing armchair GM right now I'd have traded the shit out of that pick I'd have got out of this draft I would have traded that pick and got like um a veteran player or something I would have got like somebody because it is players out there that are trying to get traded. I would have traded yeah. to try to get somebody. Because I mean, me personally, I'd have got out of this draft and traded this the draft. <laughs> <laughs> this draft is this like going to be one of the worst drafts ever in the NBA? Worst to me in my lifetime. I can't speak once before my time, but um, the 2000 draft. It's the was that Kwame Brown? Kwame Brown's a follower. Yeah, it's 2001, and that draft actually wasn't as bad. Let's pull up some drafts. We're gonna have Tommy a little. Brown was, uh, he was Tommy Brown was one of the worst number one picks, draft. but that, as a whole, that draft was like okay. Nope. Let me see. Yes, <laughs> two thousand. Oliver Candy was trash too as a number one pick. <laughs> that was a good draft though. Ninety eight though. 
I said, but he was trash. Him himself, I said, him himself as a number one was trash. Yeah, you can have bust in a decent draft. Yeah, you can. 2013, Anthony Bennett with one, but Giannis was in that draft. So you can't really say the draft was <laughs> trash and shit. Yeah. I forgot about him. Because <laughs> Giannis. <laughs> So I'm gonna pull it up to 2001 draft. Let's see. Let's go through the selections. Bobby, <laughs> we're having some fun now. Yeah, it's our fucking podcast. <laughs> God damn it! Kwame <laughs> <laughs> Brown, uh, Tyson Chandler went two. Okay. Paul Gasol went three. Jay Rich went five. Shane Battier went six. There was some good players in this draft. Okay. Joe Johnson was number ten. Okay. Richard Jefferson at thirteen. Zach Randolph at 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the draft was pretty good. Just like number one was trash. Number one was trash. <laughs> and, and, was trash. and the Bulls took Eddie Curry at four. That sucked too. So like, it was some bust in this draft, but like as a whole, like it was a decent little draft though. Let's do 2000 now. 2000 NBA draft, which in my opinion is the worst draft of all time. Who went number one? That was um Kenyon Martin. Who basically was oh, a, right. a, career, a career role player and shit is the number one overall pick. It's like, it was like no no all stars in this draft. I think. See the look I gave. <laughs> I just looked off into the side. Oh yeah, Kenyon Martin. He probably played as a reserve or something. Then yes, throw Miles Swift at two. You probably don't know who that is. Darius Miles went number three and shit like another bump. Bulls Darius took Marcus Pfizer at four and shit. Marcus Pfizer, like yeah, Marcus Pfizer. Which makes me nervous because the Bulls pick fourth in this draft too. So like that's why I'm nervous about that pick. <laughs> Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Miller went number five, so like it shows you like the depth of this draft. And Mike Miller is your number fifth. Nothing against Mike Miller; he was a he had a he was a decent player. But if he's your number five pick, then your draft is. Trash. He was goofy because he was goofy. Okay, then a bunch of bums. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal Crawford went eight. That was a good pick. Okay, yeah, all right. More bums. Villa doing Eton Thomas, Courtney Martin. Yeah, a lot of bums. Thurgoo went 16. Oh, he know, yeah. Yeah. Quentin Richardson went 18. Q. Um, Jamal McGlore, who I don't know how he made the all-star team, but he was in this draft. <laughs> yeah, like I said, this draft was terrible. Deshaun Stevenson was number 23. I'm I'm struggling to find names that I recognize. You see, I'm skipping over like from like like ten yeah. to like twenty three. <laughs> There'd be like that many picks in a row that sucked pretty much. <laughs> like I don't remember this dude, that dude. It's like, like you don't remember. Well, like half he's players. gonna play forever. Uh, Jamal Crawford. It seems like he's gonna play. Yeah. He doesn't show any signs that he's slowing down. And I think he's uh, um. I think he's he's still around. I want to say. And a real uh a uh, a contender could actually use him on their team, like somebody who needs that shooting. That veteran presence, they could use it. Which is why I kept saying when everybody was dick riding the Clippers this past year for some reason, is um when they're saying that Lou Williams is the greatest six man, I was like Jamal Crawford didn't exist. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was saying um Manu Ginobili didn't exist. I think both of them were better than Manu. fucking all Lou How Williams. About Manu? I think I Manu and Manu. Crawford were better six men than Lou Williams. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nothing against Lou, nothing against Lemon Pepper Lou, but I think they were. And he's Lemon Pepper Lou from now on because of that strip club. That's his official nickname. He said, I got to get these Lemon Pepper Wings. I got to get these Wings. He left, the bubble to go, he left the bubble to look at bubbles and shit. He wanted to go see some ass. That's all that was. But then he blamed it on the Lemon Pepper Wings. So they said, you Lemon Pepper Lou and shit. 
can't. I can't with you with that. <laughs> I can't. When I heard it, I was like, that's the official, official name. I'm never going to call him Lou Williams again. He's Lemon Pepper Lou. Pepper Lou. That's his official name. <laughs> I can't with that. You left the bubble to go to the <laughs> look at us. <laughs> you but went you to, got Mag- two girlfriends. Went to Magic City and said he left the bubble. To and he has two girlfriends. I'm like, what the hell? You got two girlfriends and you still go to the strip club? What's going on? So them wings oh must be fire, bro. <laughs> or <laughs> or? <laughs> lemon pepper. I'm trying to pull up the um free agency um ticker now because we're officially in free agency as well. Yeah, and then the, the NBA shuffled the deck. Like, some players have moved around already. Yeah, my head is kind of – I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to stay in the loop about what's going on. Like, yeah, there's a lot of – Yeah, because I can't even – Um, it's so much going on that I can't do, do it off the top of my head, which is why I'm trying to pull up my ticker right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we have – um the latest was Gordon Hayward signing with Charlotte. We'll start there. Okay. Okay. You know, I think I did awesome. see that come up as a um alert on my phone. I think I did see that. He got what like thirty million, right? Up to, yeah, like he got paid. Yeah. He, got paid. <laughs> he um hashtag Sarge Xavier stealing paychecks. I gotta call that. Well, him and his wife. <laughs> him and his wife did just have another baby, so <laughs> they did just have another baby. Him and his wife. So and let's be honest. Like um, nobody's going to Charlotte, so yeah, <laughs> they yeah, they, they have money to burn and shit. Like they're not gonna, not like they're gonna sign it. He made even with Jordan, nobody signed in there. Yeah. Um, Rockford's own Fred Van Vliet. He's staying with um the Raptors. So get your money. Yeah, Fred. Fred got his bread. Fred. (laughs) What Fred got here? Trying to find out what. Because it has them all on here. Now I can't find Rockford. All right. (laughs) Fred got paid. Yeah. I was like, okay, he's staying. Uh, Rondo's going. Uh, Rondo's going to Atlanta. Okay. Okay, because I saw Rondo was like saying thank you to the Lakers for like the opportunity Not, where everybody. Rondo made history. He's the only Rondo. player in NBA history to win a championship with both the Lakers and the Clip and the um and the Celtics. I didn't oh. even think about that. And those are the two winningest franchises of all time. They both tied. I didn't even think about now. that. Rondo's the only guy to win a title with both teams. So that's a pretty cool thing to be. That Rondo won a Laker with the Lakers and the Celtics. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That is a that's like the Alpha and the Omega. Mm-hmm. It is. So it's like, yeah, that's he won it early in his career with Boston and now later yeah, in his eight. career he got one with the Lakers. So it's pretty uh-huh. cool. The Alpha and Omega. I like that. Okay, Rondo. Uh Rondo. Okay. He signed a two year fifteen million dollar deal with the Hawks. Let's just um, start from the beginning. I'm going to go to NBA.com. And, and that's good because Rondo is an agent, point guard, and for him to get $15 million, that's and, a good And um, he's going to Atlanta. He can mentor young, Trey Young. So Yeah, yeah. Mentor the young boy there. So cause that's a good look, I think. Grasshopper. <laughs> he can Mr. Miyagi him, basically. <laughs> start with day one of free agency. I'm going to start from the beginning. Yeah, because I was just like, wait, what, 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 what? Like, Dwight Howard, where did he go? Dwight is with um Philadelphia. I'm going to read all of these real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we got Clippers um, resigned Marcus Morris, but mm-hmm. they lost Montrezl Harrell. That was huge. And lost him to the Lakers. That was a shock. <laughs> Montrezl Harrell was the reigning six-man. Then he just went six-man of the year. So you lost him to the rival. So that got to suck for the Clippers. 
So yeah, they got um. So they lost. They lost Dwight Howard, but they got Montrezl. Yeah, they replaced him with a younger, better big man. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard to the Sixers. I'm reading all of the first um first day stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Jeremy Grant's going to the Pistons. That was a shock. I'm surprised Denver didn't hold on to him. Mm-hmm. Gallinari is also going to the Hawks. Hawks are getting some veterans. They're trying to win. I guess they're they tired of losing. Um, the mentoring, right, they're right, Some right. veteran presence in. Because they got a lot of young guys, so they're bringing some vets in. Yeah. I like it. I like it, I like it too. Um, who else we got? Uh, Ricky Rubio's back to uh, Minnesota. So oh. returning to where it all started. I like it. Vision. Mm-hmm. Cause he still got the Ruby Vision. He still got that Vision. Yeah, he's um going back, which I like because they got they just got Edwards and they still have Cat. They got um D'Lo, so mm-hmm. putting together um nice little squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to day two. Like I said, Gordon Hayward already read Fred VanVleet. Oh, here's um how what the Clippers did. They said, okay, we lost, we lost Montrez Harrell. They got Ibaka. They got Ibaka? Flipper signed Ibaka, so that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they need a big. They lost, yeah, they lost Trez Harrell. So, like, yeah, I, like I like Ibaka going there. I like Ibaka going there. Flippers got to do something. They on the hot seat. They have to. But guess what? Next summer, Kawhi and Paul George can both leave in free agency. So, it's kind of like championship or bust for them now. So, so they got to do something. To if like, they don't, mm-hmm. they both going to go. Especially Kawhi. <laughs> they both. Carmelo staying in Portland. That okay. was a shock. I thought he was going to um, ring chase with LeBron. <laughs> Every time you think he's going to hey, big head. Every time it seems like Carmelo and LeBron are going to team. I guess it's just not meant to happen. It always seems like he's going to sign, but then he signs somewhere else. So there it is. Uh-huh. Um, Jay Crowder is going to Phoenix. They putting together a nice little squad. Uh-huh. They got Chris Paul. Okay, yeah, they got Chris, yeah. So Phoenix is um, making stuff happen. Let me read some other prominent free agent signings. What happened to Horford? I know that they got rid of Horford now. They got. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Philadelphia. Uh, Let's um, let's backtrack a little bit. Lakers made a trade with OKC, basically centered around um, Danny Green and Dennis Schroeder. So okay. the Lakers got two six man of the year candidates, basically. I think Trez actually won, and then Schroeder should have won because um he's saying how can um the Clippers have Montrez Harrell and fucking Lou Williams. Williams? It's like one not six man. It's like yeah, so like somebody lies. So like Schroeder talking, but now he's playing with Harrell. So there you go, because like they made the trade like Danny Green, Montrez, uh, not my Danny Green and um and Junior Schroeder. So they upgraded from Rondo basically. I think Schroeder is a younger, better version right now. So they upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. I like Schroeder too. I like what he has. Um. So, so Lakers, um, Lakers de- actually definitely got better from last year. I think, um, Schroeder and Harrell are upgrades from, um, Rondo and Howard at this point. Howard, yeah. And then, um, since, um, the clip, not the Clippers, um, now since OKC, they're definitely, um, they stacking assets now. So they already traded Chris Paul of Phoenix for a suitcase of assets. Then they made another trade where they went out and um got Al Horford, and they traded him with um Philadelphia. So Philly, they sent Danny Green to Philly. So I like the fit with Danny Green and Philly. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And me and you joked about this. We have to make it public right now. <laughs> you, know, you, you get Danny Green, you win a ring. <laughs> The year that um the Raptors got him, they won that year. Lakers got him this past year, they won. So like, are Philadelphia the favorites to win now? Possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Philadelphia, they went out and got Danny Green, so that's an upgrade. They dumped Al Horford, which they should have never signed. The dumbass signing Elton Brand. I don't know what the fuck you were on that day. (laughs) Elton Brand was on that shit. Because you already got um, Embiid, arguably the best center in the league. Some say it's Joker, some say it's Embiid. But you arguably got the best center in the league. Why don't you go out and sign another center? You have the best center in the league. Like, I don't get why they did that. <laughs> but they got rid of his ass now, so Horford's gone. And they brought in Green, which is a better fit because like, he's a 3 and D guy. He can he shoot. The wing, yeah. He'll play defense. That's what yeah, you need him to do. Yeah. yeah. So. And Danny yeah. Green is slowing down. He's like he's old, but he still can play, so he ain't slowing down. And yeah, yeah, he's um contributor. Yeah, yeah. Him, I like Simmons and Bead. Green's part of that now. So um, Philadelphia is trying to um maneuver themselves into championship contention because last year was a mess with them. They took a step back from the previous year actually because Philly was always my sleeper squad. Yeah, and Miami you. replaced them and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miami, Miami said, Yoink. Miami, Yoink took that spot. Like the Al Horford signed and made Miami say, hey, okay, we, we're Oz's new official team now. <laughs> they did it for Oz, I'm talking to you. They did it for Oz. <laughs> My story, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and then um, um, the tragic one was this year with, um, well, you saw um, Clay Thompson. <sighs> Torn Achilles tendon. And remember, he missed all of last season. For the ACL. Because, yeah, he got injured during that 2019 finals that we talked about with Danny Green. He got mm-hmm. hurt in game six, the last game. He got hurt in that game, mm-hmm. the game six of that. And then, like, Raz, he's, like, um, working out together. And it's, like, just a pickup game, too. Like, he was just, like, playing regular ball, like a pickup game, like, you know, trying to get back in game six. Yeah, trying to condition him back, right. Mm-hmm. Towards um, Achilles, Achilles. and that. Same day as the draft. So the same day the Warriors went undrafted Wiseman, they lost Clay for at least this whole season, possibly the next season. And then when he comes back, who knows? He might not be the same player. Because right, Achilles, those are tough injuries. Those yeah. are tough. It's like most players are never the same when they come back. from. And them. it was on opposite side because the ACL was on one side and the Achilles is on the other side. So it's, it's like, like – um, it was like the like Bobby in the five heartbeats, my other leg. is like he right. had a Bobby moment. So it's with the I mean, um, what Golden State did do. Um, they they were proactive. They went out and traded for Kelly Oubre, who was also part of that Chris Paul trade with um OKC uh-huh. and Phoenix. So OKC basically gave him um for like a protected pick. So like it basically gave away Oubre for nothing. It's like oh. I, they, I really felt like gifting all, um the, the Warriors or something. Like, I don't know. They said we feel bad because of Clay. Like so we gonna gift you Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but there's a protected pick, so like the um, the pick is probably not going to be much yet. Mm-hmm. It's like lottery protected, so like it's not it's not a it's not going to be a um it's not going to be a high pick, but it is a pick though. Right. So um, so now the Warriors lineup, which is not as promising, because I before the injury I was like, okay, the Warriors um they could have a starting five. You got your Splash Brothers, Wiggins, Draymond, and Wiseman. I'm like, hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. 
But now it's Curry, Oubre, Wiggins, Draymond, and Wiseman. I'm like, hmm. In the Western Conference, like, uh, I still don't doubt Curry. He's still the greatest shooter of all time. They can still make the playoffs with that team. I don't know about being contenders. I think you'll go, but, yeah. I'm not going to say they're going to miss the playoffs again because without Clay, because they did get Oubre and – um. He's not as good as Clay, but they do have um, a quality shooting guard now. Yeah, they do have somebody that's good. I'm like, um, is that enough? But that Splash Brothers, like that, they just because was waiting to see them get back together. Because everybody Brothers. wrote them off. Because everybody was talking about the Clippers, a lot of dick riding. I keep riding on the Clippers, but yeah, the Clippers, and of course the Lakers. They got LeBron and AD. All these other teams, everybody was like dick riding. Nobody, everybody forgot about OKC. I'm like, they're gonna get healthy again. They they hurt now, but they're not gonna they're gonna get healthy. I said as soon as Clay comes back, Splash Brothers are gonna they're gonna pick right back up where they they're left. Connect and then get now, they're not gonna be like the KD Warriors. I said they were gonna be like more like the um the twenty fifteen version of the Warriors. That mm-hmm. I said, which won the title that year. Like I said, I said they're not gonna be as good as the KD version, but they still gonna be pretty damn good, the Splash Brothers and Draymond. But right. now without Clay, I don't know um what the ceiling is for this current version. Uh-huh. Maybe Wiseman surprised everybody, and he's um maybe he's he was the number two pick, so maybe he's the one that's gonna bridge that gap yeah. between the um Steph Curry era and the next era. Maybe he's gonna be the guy. Mm-hmm. And then some uh disgruntled people, uh Westbrook and Harden. Yeah, Houston's a mess right now. Houston, they both went out. Houston, we have a problem. Let's just say Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem, yeah. Unapproved. Like they were just and like West, um Harden's the more interesting one because he said um went out. And um <laughs> word has it that he wants to go to Brooklyn. So you would have Kyrie, KD, and KD Harden. And Harden. Hmm. It'd be like the OKC team, but we'd put a Kyrie in place of Westbrook. Instead of Westbrook, right. It'd be like, so that's that's interesting. If that happens, then you gotta put uh-huh. you gotta make Brooklyn favorites to take the uh-huh. <laughs> Harden goes there, they gotta become favorites. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when I saw that, I said Harden wants to go there. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> So I was That'd like, automatically we're moving to the favorites. Yeah. If Harden ends up in those, he does end up there. And Westbrook, I'm not sure what the best fit for him would be. I'm trying to think of somebody who needs a point guard. Yeah, because he's a little gun. And he's a gun, too. He's a pistol. Westbrook is a pistol. You need somebody that can manage his, you know. Some people were saying the Clippers. I'm like, I don't know. Like you swap out um playoff P for Westbrook, because <laughs> I I think they kind of over Paul George at this point. <laughs> so like um, Westbrook maybe, is from he's from Cali, right? Westbrook, LA guy, yeah, yeah. So Kawhi and um Westbrook, hmm. that's interesting. It is, and some people say Kawhi is not truly a closer. Westbrook is definitely a closer. Yeah, West, oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he could be a guy that you put the ball in his hand in the fourth quarter. He's fearless. Yeah. I will say that about Westbrook. Sometimes he shoots too much where you'd be like, why'd you take that shot? But I will say he's this about He's like a poor man's Kobe. Like he he's could shoot fearless. you into a game, but shoot you out of a game at the same there time. There you go. We've seen him. Yeah. We've seen Westbrook play. We've seen him play. And sometimes you'd be like, <laughs> what, what was that? And then sometimes you're like, oh, okay. 
Because that's the one right. thing you said that Pete, that um LeBron here to say about LeBron is um LeBron doesn't always take the big shot. Like LeBron, um, he'll pass just as much as he'll take the shot. Yeah, he's like I don't have a problem. Different. Like LeBron to me is not Jordan; he's Magic Johnson. Yeah, and Magic was like that. Magic would take it sometimes. He addition to Kareem or addition to where right. it's like that's LeBron's game. Like he'll take the shot, but he might give it to. Yeah, he might look and say, "Okay, like they're going to double or triple team me, and then I'm gonna kick to you. You're gonna be open. You just gotta make it." Which he did in Game Five of his Finals. He got complained about. Danny Green just botched that and missed the yeah, shot. He botched the shit. That wasn't LeBron's fault. That was Danny Green's fault. Yeah, he botched the shit out of that. He did. LeBron made the right. Everybody was roasting LeBron about. Yeah, he should have took the shot, but if he was doubled and shit, yeah, so he was doubled. Green was wide open. He just missed the shot. He missed it like a mug. <laughs> <laughs> So that was one. So lucky that the Lakers did. I knew they would win. I didn't think they they're not gonna lose the three one. They not um they not the Clippers. Oops, did I say that? They not gonna use lose three <laughs> one. So they did lose game five, and that's mo- mainly because Jimmy Butler played lights out, and then Danny yeah. Green missed that shot. So they still could have won if Danny Green. And I still want to thank the uh, I still want to thank the internet for the memes with Jimmy Butler bent over. <laughs> like those are the best memes <laughs> with him bent over. Like. Mm-hmm. The way he was looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. That made me laugh because I'm like, in this time of uncertainty, you needed something to just laugh at to make you, to make light yeah. of the situation. You needed that. But that's one thing um, with the difference between LeBron and like Jordan or, or even Kobe. Kobe, yeah. This between Kobe and um, Mike is um, Mike was way more efficient than Kobe. Yeah. And that's what I say Westbrook is, like, similar to Kobe. It's like, he'll shoot you yeah, out of the game just as much as he'll shoot you into one like that. Because Kobe was taking the shot every time. Even, like, even if he's ice there. cold, he's going to keep shooting. It's like, okay, dude. Kobe's like, I don't care. You're, really, yeah, you, you're, like, shooting 30% from the field right now. He's going he's gonna to take another 30 shots. Like, that's just okay. Kobe's like, I'm 4 18 right now. Fuck it. I'm still going. 4 of 18. I don't care. Really, I don't care. Cold. It's like, you should be passing it now. It's <laughs> like, and Westwood do the same damn thing. It's like, Westwood, you've missed, like, six shots in a row. Pass the ball. Just pass it. Your, your shot ain't falling. Like, you're not a shooter like that. Like, here's the difference. Like, Curry, if Curry is ice cold, we know that Curry, it can instantly turn hot. Like, yeah. Curry is a shooter. Curry can turn it on. Even if he misses five shots in a row, he can make the next 12 in a row. Mm-hmm. That's Curry. He can shoot. But Westbrook, you don't have it like that. You can't shoot like that. So... If you miss five, six in a row, you should be you should maybe be trying to pass or drive the lane, get fouled, and you can get to the free throw line. But I wonder if the um Clippers yeah. would be interested in in Westbrook. Hmm. And get rid of playoff P. Straight, <laughs> um, it, it could do a straight up trade, like yeah, Westbrook and um and what's his name, yeah, and pay the playoff P straight up. Houston probably wouldn't complain; they probably would take playoff P. I don't think it, I don't think they'd have a problem. <laughs> so trade trade uh straight up trade and then that would um create um westbrook what's they pat uh, oh that's interesting pat beverly and westbrook on the same team oh yeah make the trade clippers yes yeah. <laughs> yes i was thinking about who, I was like, who's a point guard now i was like oh pat beverly Yes, now they have to make the trade. Now I'm going to Soldier Boy and walk off on you. With that. <laughs> that means. If, if it did go down, then them, 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 uh, I'm going to say my, 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 my obligatory and them niggas can't play. <laughs> no, no, no. But then again, Rodman and Pippen had to work out their differences. They had to work out theirs. 
Hey. Phil Jackson sat down in a room with Jordan and Pippen and Rodman. He asked Jordan and Pippen, like, can you play with Duke? Can you play with him? <laughs> he asked him straight up. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, we going to make Hey, and shout, and shout out to the versus battle. Jeezy and uh, Gucci Mane squash their beef. They kill each other, yeah. Are we going to talk about beef squashes, like, right after we finish yeah. the fucking um, – yeah, if they could, if they could do it, Pat Bev. See, we ain't do it. This Pat Bev and uh, Westbrook can squash they beef. Yeah. They can squash it, make it happen. <laughs> For Oz's sake. Like, here's the thing: championships makes all of that shit go away. Yeah, if win a title, it'll be like that Pat Beverly Westbrook beef never happened. Oh, they'll kiss and make up quick. <laughs> we won a title, like, yeah, we got the trophy. <laughs> Especially the Clippers won the title. They've been trashed like our whole life. Like and they, they won the title. <laughs> they 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 haven't. They've never won. They've never even got out of the second round. No. Okay, because I know like some people may have won like in the seventies, like way before like, we were Clippers born. Been trashed. Like, I was like, have they ever even they never, won? They never won during the Donald Sterling era. <laughs> His racist ass. <laughs> never won. Racist ass. Never won. He was. He was a fucking racist. <laughs> never won want, during that. I don't want black people to come at the game, but black people are most of the NBA. Eighty percent of the NBA. Yeah, man. Why you so said? Why are you taking a picture with Magic Johnson? Who's right? The, the safest <laughs> He's like, like black, He's one of those black guys, but white people don't think of as being black. Like he, Magic. He, oh, that's, that's just Irvin, yeah. That's just magic. That's transcends race. He's one of the black people that transcends. Like Jose, I'm not black. I'm magic. It's like you don't even think of black. Right. You don't think black about. Black. Okay, Jose, like, you don't think about magic. Excuse me, being uh, black. Definitely think of Jose being black now. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> well. <laughs> so you mentioned a versus battle. Did you check it out at all? We're gonna briefly talk on that. I peeked in it, but like. I don't know if my black card's gonna get taken. I really didn't listen to Jeezy or Gucci like that. I really didn't listen to either one of their music. I'm a DJ. I know I'm both. I'm way really more of a Jeezy fan than a Gucci fan. So only I think I know Jeezy washed Gucci is about Gucci. Um, it's Gucci. My girl got a girlfriend. Is that Gucci or is that someone else? My girl got a girlfriend. Was Gucci? Yeah. Okay, I know uh, Jeezy. I put on for my city. I know that I put on for my city. That's the one I know by best by Jeezy. Put on because I remember South Side, like hey, South Side, hey, you know, because I would when they say South Side, I'm a Gucci's classic joint to um, she's a very freaky girl. Okay, I know that song, and um, I think I love her. Gucci, yeah, yeah, okay, I know that. Gucci, old stuff. Let me think of some. Uh, I know that one. Okay, he also did the steady mobbing with Wayne. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, we oh, don't have problems. You can't run that Okay, time. I know that one. And then he did with the OJ to do the quarter brick, half a brick, half a brick. Hey. He's on that. Yeah, he did that with him. Okay. Wasted. Um, He's on that. Gucci. Like, oh, Gucci. um, Wasted. Yeah, I know that Wasted song. I know Some that. his old stuff, yeah. Well, I'm more of a Jeezy. Like, Jeezy, like, Thug Motivation 101 is, like, a classic album. Snowman. That's one of my favorite albums. So, like, I say he's going to watch him, and he did, in my opinion. Some said it was closer than it was, but I think Jeezy watched him. That's just my opinion. And, like, the last watched- time when Juicy, when Juicy, when, <laughs> when, yeah, when, they um, wasn't there, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Juicy, Jesse's on my mind, Juicy. Yeah, Juicy Smollett definitely <laughs> wasn't there. When, um, when Gucci said the thing about, uh, when he said his ten thousand dollar outfit, and then they posted the meme saying that he looked like James from Good Time. 
Because he had the no, down, down. He was like, they don't like no 10K outfit. <laughs> it was just James. You said that Gucci out there. Gucci, he was like, my outfit cost 10 grand. And then Jeezy said. Jeezy somebody he owns. How, he's property. now on half of Atlanta, though. Jeezy is like on that, yeah. And I was like, touche. Another reason why I pointed for Jeezy, like he's the smarter of the two. And then this is the thing I said about I was like, well, you guys are both over 40. I said assets over liability when you get over 40. Mm-hmm. Real talk, assets over liabilities when you get over 40. You got to be like that. Because you can have your watch, your rings, your. You Gucci know, your is definitely the more. Hood of the two, and that's saying something because Jeezy's pretty damn good. But um, I'll say like he's the real ninja of the two. I'll say <laughs> Gucci out of the two. He's them. getting refined though because Jeezy got Jamie Mai. So Jamie Mai is like, look, you got <laughs> like, look, you got to keep it refined now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's refined now. Yeah, you gotta be refined if you want me to submit to you. <laughs> <We're bad> <laughs> Fake outrage. <laughs> Yeah, but they squats. So, like, I watched a little Gucci, bit of it. Gucci's yeah. wife ain't bad though, even just uh, Oh, Ke- Keisha something. Keisha, yeah, she's um, yeah. she's nice. And she held him down when he was in jail. She held him down. Like she was uh making money and yeah, she held him down. Mm-hmm. She's a ride or die. She is. She's a ride or die for him. Who got the batter chick? That's the good one. Uh, pretty close. They both neither one of them is ugly. That's good. I just give Keisha the slight edge because she held him down while he was in prison. If you hold a man down while he's locked up. <laughs> that's the batter chick. In my book, if you hold down a man while he's locked up, come on. That's that's love right you there. Know, like Chris Rock says, she's cleaned up. Remember Gucci looked before he got with that? He was fat. Like, yeah, good. Now he's like, he lost weight. She, like, cleaned him up and everything. <laughs> and he's, like, ripped now. <laughs> she saw the um, she saw the frog and she turned him into the prince. That's what she said. The thing, oh, the thing I can't see now is um they put a, a picture. They said they said that Gucci looks like Elmo with teeth. Did somebody put a picture of Elmo with teeth? And I can't unsee it because he does like Gucci. I was like, I can't unsee that. Like, get a chance to look it up if you can. Look at Elmo with teeth. He looks like Gucci. I was like, Gucci definitely got teeth. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little inside joke I'll tell y'all about someday. <laughs> so, um, but somebody said the real uh, winner is uh, Gucci and uh, Jeezy Stylish. They said both of them got cleaned up because they both look more, it was you sharp. know, polished. They're both polished now. They are. Yeah, was sharp. But, I mean, you're over 40. Like, I keep on saying that. When you're over 40, you got to grow up. You yeah. have to. You can't. Mike loves his hashtag old man rap. Old man rap. <laughs> it's Mike Love old as hell. but. <laughs> They be like 45 or something like that, Gucci, and then like they like in their 40s, like they're not, 40 and the, yeah, they're not young, they're not young guys, they're not young whippersnappers. So they have finally, to be- um, let's talk about who's not young anymore the cast of Fresh Prince. Yes, yes, 30 years. Did you watch the Fresh Prince reunion? I did. <laughs> And I watched it with the kids on Friday night because I looked and I saw that. I said, like, okay, I said, this is a sitcom. So the reunion special shouldn't be languaging. It should not be languaging. So the kids. Even though it's HBO, it should be pretty safe, though. Yeah, I was like, y'all want to sit here Yo, and watch you know, me? Yeah, you, we grew up on HBO, so you know Oz and Sex in the City. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we know HBO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know HBO. The Wire. So we know HBO can go that way. <laughs> But he was like, it's the Fresh Prince, so it should be pretty safe. Uh, oh, Real Sex Volume 1. <laughs> Real Sex Volume 1. We know all of those shows. <laughs> Deaf Comedy Jam. Come on. We know all of those shows. Yeah. 
So I was like, it should be okay. And then we watched it. And Ariana, I'm proud to say Ariana knows most of the rhyme to the Fresh Prince rap. Because she was right. Is this no side down. Ari was rapping and I'm like, oh snap, Ari, are you doing? Mm-hmm. My baby was rapping. So it made me proud. I had a proud mommy moment that she knew the Fresh Prince rap. That made me so proud. To me, the uh, most um the deepest parts was first the James Avery tribute. That was hard. And then the um Will Smith, Janet Huber. How many- that did, you to, did you have to hold back tears for the Jane baby? Because I want, I had to hold back tears because I didn't want my kids to see me crying. They'd be like, Mommy, what's wrong? Because when they were just talking about just how much James Avery, like he was the he heart was of the show. show. He was he the was show. Heart. Mm-hmm. And just watching him just, oh my gosh, like just the actor that he was, like James Avery was highly underrated, like you guys know his Uncle Phil. He was also Shredder on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He did the voice Shredder of Shredder on the Saturday morning cartoon. So, I mean, he just um, licensed to drive. Corey, Corey Hames, um, yes. I've been instructor. I was just about to say. <laughs> he said, you feel the process. I mean, you feel. Like, yeah, that was his test. It's like, so yeah, I don't care coffee. what you do on the road. It's like, yeah, you spill this coffee, you fail. You, fail. <laughs> you don't spill it, you pass. You like, pass. He was making him do like he made him parallel park in a space like this big. He took him into um rush hour traffic. The real traffic. Yeah, let's start out with some light traffic. He took him into rush hour traffic. Which is how Oz taught me how to drive. <laughs> I taught you on the Kennedy. <laughs> you sent me on the Kennedy when I was 15 years old during rush hour. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned how to drive with this one right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know how to drive though. I mean, I say that. You taught me how to drive and I know how to drive because I was James Avery. <laughs> Quite an air then. Now I don't. <laughs> Uncle Oz. <laughs> the other thing, oh, before we got going with the Jan Huber wearing real quick, the other thing that just made me laugh, and I had to go back and watch it because um, the uh, Fresh Prince series is actually on HBO Max, so you can look and check out the old yeah, episode. If you want to watch the entire, um, from season one through six, they got it. Yeah, they have the whole series, so. I was checking out some old Fresh Friends and what they talked about. You're watching about when Will Smith Will's acting and his lines like yes, yeah, so watch some of them season one episodes. Will's Will's so tremendous like, acting. You, now you can't unsee it when you watch some of those season one episodes. You see the whole time he's. And I went back and I watched it when they talked about when Karen Parsons said the episode with Don Cheadle because I went back and I watched the episode because he was Ice Trey and I we talked about Don Cheadle's every line he was saying the whole time. We talked about before saying that. Amazing to see these two Academy Award nominees were on this show back in the '90s. Who would have knew that these two, what they, what their careers would have grew to be? And plus, uh, what I like to say, a little, little Marvel versus DC action. Oh, Dead, uh, Dead Shot versus uh, War Machine. Yeah, Dead Shot <laughs> versus the War Machine. I like it. <laughs> Always go there. We watched some of those Avengers and all the. Uh, we recently watched Iron Man three. And I explained to Ariana, I said, you see that guy right there? I said, that's War Machine. Remember War Machine from Iron Man 3? That's War Machine. And she was like, well, I was like, yeah, that's War Machine. It just blew her mind. She couldn't believe it. But when you look at his mouth, when he was saying, yeah, I got held back. Avengers versus Suicide Squad. (laughs) Yeah, I got held back uh, three times in the 10th grade. My motto is when I find a grade to stick with, I I stick with it. You can see Will. You can see him saying every single line that Don Cheadle said. So it Cheadle's was approach to um, scripts is like my approach. Like in my act, back in my day, in my acting days, uh, I would read the whole script, not just my part, but I wouldn't say the lines of my other my co-stars. I didn't do that. 
But I would I read the whole script. Yeah. You can see him doing that with everybody. You can see him with Uncle Phil, with Carlton. Uncle Phil, you see, oh, yeah. Aunt Viv, Ashley. You can see him doing with everybody. Mm-hmm. And it was t- like now you can't unsee. Like watch season one. Like some of those early Fresh Princes. He early was, season he one. The lines a lot. Like yeah. the first half of season one, he, he was doing like the first half of he season. Did that a lot. He was. <laughs> but um, as we move on to the um the Janet Hubert stuff, because Will, yes. like, you can't do a 30th anniversary without Janet. She has to be yes. part of this. So at first, her and Will have a one-on-one sit-down, which was like, that hits you right here, that one. It did. Like, and I'm going to cry, and I just got this. So I got something in my eye. I was like, <laughs> are somebody cutting onions? What was it? Are you cutting onions? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but the thing that got me is that immediately when she saw him, the way that she softened and when she hugged him, you could see the, the, the way she just home. hugged and embraced him. I'm like, she loves him. It's like you just saw all of that hard exterior, like when she was on, like say, yes, and you will, and the way when she would be going off about him and everything. Yeah, because she's she been off for years. Like she's been for years. Well. For years. Yeah. Like I said, 27 years. The last time he's over. They didn't talk for 27. Probably most of that 27, she's been bitten against him. Probably, probably yeah. 25 of it, she's been bitten against him. Mm-hmm. So it's like a when lot. they did the Oscars, so well, they said the Oscars so white when uh, him and Jada said they were going to boycott the Oscars, and she like. Yes, and so you know she went. You miss thing. She called his wife Miss Thing, and the way she was going off on them, and yeah, it was rough. So, like they're one dumb, and then she realizes, like um, both of them realize, especially on her end, is um, eventually you gotta let go because that weight is gonna be on you the rest of your life. Except that was twenty seven years ago. It's still affecting you right now. So, like, if you know anything, I'm glad we starting to learn more about like mental health and mental wellness and all of that. Like, you forgive people for you, not for the other person. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're going to be fine. Will's going to live his best life, whether you forgive him or not. So, like, you do and that for yourself. Look at how he's lived his life. He's worked like Yeah, you can hate him forever. It's like, that's okay. like, that's not, it's not going to do anything. You hating him doesn't affect him at all. It's like, mm-hmm. you you um you got to do it for your own healing. So, like, you can just let all of that, that, that weight go. Mm-hmm. She sent out a tweet about that, um about letting it go. And you can, um, as I look for the tweet. You got mm-hmm. Elsa that shit sometimes. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. I'm working on myself as far as um, forgiving people and letting bullshit go. I'm still a work in progress. But, um, and then another thing that she uh, did um, that like I, said, I didn't know about is that she was never fired. Like, they gave her a shitty contract, and she was like, I'm not taking this shitty contract. Yeah. So they gave, mm-hmm. her the, they gave her the bad contract that they knew that she wouldn't accept. So they basically forced her. To make herself quit, like I know yeah, I'm not they, taking. They this knew contract. that she wouldn't take it, yeah. Because <laughs> that contract was shitty that they gave her. They gave her a bad, bad contract. Mm. And as a person who's given birth twice, she was a new mom. She had just had a baby. She was going through a lot of other personal things. Like she said in her marriage, her husband was abusive. Yeah, to she her. said she was in a bad marriage. All yeah, she's in a bad, abusive marriage. So like you're carrying this burden around you, but you're trying to just. Like I've said this before, as a black woman, when you're moving around in corporate side, you're expected just to be like, "I'm black, I'm strong, I can do everything." You're supposed to just have that smile, and you're supposed to be Teflon Don. Check but, out this tweet. One of the tweets she sent yeah. out for hashtag Fresh Prince Reunion. My heart is so full right now. Thank you, Will. I love you. I'm like that one hit me there. I'm like, oh, like I love it. Yeah, because like I said, they've um been at each other for like almost 30 years so like for them to like come together and like put all of that bullshit behind them 
-hmm. it makes you like um, I start thinking about people I still have animosity against right probably 25 30 years ago as well too Mm -hmm. Like, I want to just let go. And, like, you do um, have to, like, speak with it to get some therapy or, like, whatever to um, find out how to let that go. Like mm -hmm. I said, it's just going to destroy you. Like, yeah, it's um, you're, you're doing it for your own mental wellness. And when they uh, when they walked in, another thing that I didn't know is Daphne Maxwell Reese said that she had never met Daphne her. Daphne and her had never met because um, she That's came on after she left. That shocked me. I was like, they never, like, I never met. met her. She said, I never met her. So I like the picture that Will posted on his um his um Instagram of him like between the two unveils. Two he, like, queens, he said two queens or whatever, yeah, because they are two queens. And then what people don't realize is um they both um both of them are unveiled. They played the character the exact same long of episodes. Yeah, because like, like they unveiled. show was like ran like one hundred and fifty episodes, something like that. Like one. Janet did 73 episodes. Daphne did 74 episodes. They was, played the character the exact same Exactly the same amount of time. So it just worked out that way that they're both equally on VF. They on the same amount of episodes. Uh, so you had like, so it was split down the middle. And I saw a cool TikTok that Will, because Will's been having a lot of fun with his TikTok uh, because of this reunion special. And he posted, um, when you switch her or something, then like Daphne sat down the chair. When she sat down the chair, she turned into uh, Janet. Mm -hmm. And Will walked by. He was like, uh, the way he did like a, like a double say, like that was like a cool little, you know, like a little wink or whatever to the to us true Fresh Fresh fans, you know. But it was just nice seeing them yeah, just come together. And they both were able to hear because Will talked about, yeah, I was 21 at that time. He so was a like, kid. He's like, now that I'm older and I have kids, so um, I get like how, how what you were going through. That. And he's been through it. He said, I went through a divorce, I'm in a second marriage. And now, and I have, I've had entanglements. He didn't say entanglements. that. <laughs> <laughs> entanglement with August. <laughs> yeah, yeah I went through a divorce. I went through entanglements, so I get it. Like, so you get it. Like, it's hard for you to get. Like, I always say, like, when you view stuff. Like, look at something when you viewed it as a teenager. Then go back in your 20s. Then go back in your 30s, your 40s. And just, you, you, My you favorite moment, which is um, let's go another um, another 30-year anniversary, is like um, is watching House Party. When I first watched House Party, I was rooting for, like, Kid and playing Sydney. Play to get away with it, now, yeah. Now I root for Pops. I want him to get caught. <laughs> Pops was, like, was like my age. He was like my age. So <laughs> I you watch as a grown man, you want Pops to catch him. When you right. watch it as a kid, you're like, I hope yeah, I don't get caught. Yeah, like, but then they're like, they're like, it's like, you, Pops is right. He's like, right. you're tearing these folks out. You know it ain't paid for. It's like, it for it. like, yeah, like, y'all, yeah, y'all been just tearing these people's house up. And yeah. then the, the line that Pops said, keep your mind on them books and off them gals. When you get grown, for you real. Get grown. <laughs> like, yeah. Keep your mind on them books and off them gals. For real. With all these teenagers, like, tearing these folks' house up. <laughs> they work oh, hard for their money. You like, you get that when you're grown, you start paying your own but yeah, I'd hate a bunch of teenagers to like tear my crib up. Mm -hmm. hey, you, you get it. <laughs> you get it. Mm -hmm. Like you look at stuff differently when you've experienced. It's just certain things you just have to experience with age. With age should come wisdom. It doesn't always happen like that. But it should come wisdom with age. Mm -hmm. So you just have to experience certain things and go through stuff. And like I said, when Will went through his marriage, having kids, you definitely change your perspective on so many things after marriage and children. You're, mm -hmm. <laughs> it flips, it does. But 
But I'm I was glad ready. the two of them definitely healed. It was um, it was a feel good moment. A smile made me feel good. One thing that I wish they would have done, they did have uh, Alfonso do the cartoon. That they should have did Apache live. I wanted to see them do. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool to see them do the Apache dance. <laughs> I like the um, it's not unusual. That was cool how he did that one. How mm-hmm. he will did that. And then Ariana keeps on calling there. Sorry about to uh, the NBA because we ain't do Ariana keeps on saying, is that the new Chris Paul? I'm like, that's the new Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the new Chris Paul because she loves those commercials. Now, what would have been the ultimate? She might be too old as um, Janet did. The, Everybody dance now. <laughs> that would have been the ultimate. If she did that dance. <laughs> <laughs> she might be. She's, she's a little bit. She's about 70. She's up there. She's like 64. Yeah, she's like 64. Yeah. 55, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So she maybe she might not be able to hit that one, but that would be dope. She hit the everybody dance. <laughs> that's the moment. Like I said, if if try me bitch was a person, that's try me bitch because they tried her. And she's like, okay, I'm gonna show y'all what I got. It. Like I still got it. She read though. <laughs> but, um, let's wrap this up because we're running way long. At I know. This point. <laughs> I'm gonna practice my everybody dance now. Maybe I'll upload video. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'll I'll upload my Carlton dance if you do that. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> but let's wrap this thing before we go longer. Appreciate all you listening to Not Another Damn Podcast, supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. If you like what we're doing, give our Facebook fan page a like, subscribe, share, rate, review, all that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. Also, you can check us out on YouTube if you want to see us with all of this ignorancy. Okay, that's our <laughs> thumbnail. <laughs> and you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And if you like 90s and 2K classics, you better check out my streaming station, The Bomb, at OzRadio.net. And you can check me out, msimah626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, str8gulloey1 on Twitter, str8gulloey7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproduction.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.